This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to this week's episode. Uh, today, joining uh, myself, Alex, and Scott, we have a guest. And our guest is Chris. Say hello, Chris. Hello, everyone. Chris is a friend of ours, and uh, periodically we'll be having some of our friends on the show, and uh, all our friends are just as lame and dorky as us, so uh, they should fit in nicely. Lamer. Lamer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, this week's episode, we want to start off by talking about the intro to Heat, and by the intro, I mean the heist scene at the very beginning when the guys... Steal the truck, steal the ambulance, get all the supplies, and they have the heist. Bowl into the armored truck, plant the explosives, in and out, bam, very professional. Um, Time for nerd news. (laughs) Time for nerd news. (laughs) No, uh, this is the heat. The heat. Heat is uh, one of my favorite movies. I'm not really that big into those kind of crime dramas, but for some reason this one really... Sticks out for me. I don't know. There was something about it. Maybe just the all-star cast, you know, and the fact that you had just these two awesome characters. You know, you had the best of the best on the cop side. You had the best of the best on the the crew side or the the robber side, right? I mean, a typical cop and robber movie. You have the got, you know, both of them are the Godfather. <laughs> so <laughs> there is uh, just something about this movie, and that scene I just like because it shows them being professional. There's the outsider guy, Wangro. You can already tell they don't really want him. They just need him there. They all work tightly together. They're in and out. You can just tell there's no really talking, right? They just do it. You can tell this is a pro group. And then the very next scene is the pro cops coming on and sitting there. And Pacino is just kind of going through the steps and saying, these guys are pros. There's many exits out of here, right? There's a shape charge and, you know, all that stuff. I just something about it is really, you know, really. Uh, it speaks to the dude inside everybody. Yeah, it does, and um, yeah, it's well, just great. Go ahead. I, I think the the great part about that movie is so you you have the criminals, but you're you're kind of rooting for them the whole time, um, and and they they set that whole up like you're talking about with Wayne Grow, where he's just this sleazy and just you find out later in the movie just way evil, whereas everybody else it's their job, they're professionals, and just the way the story is told, you you kind of want them to succeed, and it just kind of set the, like you're talking about, that kind of movie. Really, nothing quite compares to its sense, in my opinion. Yeah, and just the way they show how, you know, there, there's cops, and, you know, it's basic cops and robbers, but if you look at the cop side, they're just the same kind of lifestyle, right? You know, can't, can't hold a wife because that's all he thinks about is his job. One guy won't even get a wife because all he thinks about is, his, you know, his job. And um, like you said, they really develop the characters, and there's so many, too. But you just have these little moments, at least of the main ones, right? You don't get, you know, Trejo. You don't know anything about him. But and by the last great that his way. name is Trejo. <laughs> yeah, it was like, <laughs> how do they come up with that name? <laughs> um, but, you know, you really see the Val Kilmer character and, and Michael and everything. So, And even, um, God, I forgot his name. I'm going to call him Pedro Serrano, for lack of a better term. But <laughs> he's barely in it, but you still see him, right? He's a con trying to come back to society. Great. Yeah, he has his girlfriend there trying to help him out and just that little bit just kind of makes you feel almost sorry for him when he makes that decision right to join him in the end and you know like ah everything he went through is you know try to be good but he just couldn't the lure of the action or the juice as i think uh said tom sizemore says it just makes you like the bad guys (laughs) yeah and And really the whole and the whole movie it uh it has like a little bit of every genre i mean it's got a little bit of romance, of course, a lot of action. High fantasy. <laughs> family family troubles and uh, even some uh, horrible comedic lines from uh, Pacino, which weren't supposed to be funny, but... Good luck, like Scott. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's got a great ass, and your head is right up it. Oh. <laughs> you get killed walking your doggy. 
Why don't we give me all your gut? <laughs> you were good, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I could go on and on. Uh, yeah. You know, like, we were talking a little about this last week, where uh, common criticism I have of movies uh, lately, anyways, is that they're too long. Um, but with Heat, and I know I talked with Chris about this movie before, you, you, you're sitting there and you kind of don't want it to end. Like, yep. there, there's never really a lull in the movie. Uh, just, you know, one beat after the next. It's, it's just got this kind of sheen of coolness to it. You know, you, you just want to keep, keep seeing them, you know, maybe pull another heist or actually see Hannah actually catch them. But, yeah, you, you just, um, it never feels like the movie's too long. I agree. I definitely agree. It's, it almost feels like another hour would be awesome <laughs> in the movie. And that's also back when movies weren't that long, right? I mean, it was, Heat was a rarity when someone was like, oh, that's a long movie. <laughs> I yeah. remember it was two VHSs. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Four Betamax and, tapes. Yeah. yeah. And, and nowadays, like, Thor is two and a half hours, right? It's like, oh, come that's on. probably too long. Yeah. 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 Another I thing mean, I want to... Go ahead, Scott. I mean, hopefully it starts trending back in the other direction, you know, like, like the gravity where that was like the perfect length. I mean, hopefully people see that and go, oh, we don't have to make two and a half hour, you know, epics. Yeah. Everybody just wanted, it was chasing Lord of the Rings. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, Lord of the Rings was long and then the DVDs are even longer. It's, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Um, they're like two Blu-rays. Oh, that's a bull, by the way. That's a bull crap. I got that's the special so- edition on Blu-ray. That and is it's still two discs. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I got the special of The Hobbit, and it's only one disc, so they uh, they got it to fit on one. Yeah. And that's over three hours. It's probably as long as uh, The Fellowship. Uh, Back I to love heat. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back to you. One of the other things I liked was like the use of L.A. Like, that's pretty... They don't really do that in movies that much, though, at least that I can think of. You know, in New York, it's a lot of screen time in movies. And a lot of movies are in L.A., are basically, you know, Hollywood and everything, but they don't really use it in that way. And I don't even know what way it is, but it definitely, I think maybe that's just the director, Michael Mann, tends to do that a lot. But Yeah, he, he, oh. he definitely kind of nailed it. You know, if you've ever seen Collateral, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, but, you know, just using the names, you know, the 405, the 101, just stuff like that just makes it really feel like an L.A. movie. You know, you have the Kiss FM radio station stuff on in the background. It's... Maybe that's another reason why I like it, because, you know, we're all from down here, so it's... Yeah. And there's nothing, like, iconic like there is in uh, New York. Yeah. No, and that's the landmarks, anyway, you know? Yeah, and he didn't force it down. He didn't, like, show the Hollywood sign and, you know, Santa Monica Pier, right? Like, it, he didn't show any of that. I mean, it's just basic... Shitty downtown was... L.A. <laughs> yeah, it is shitty downtown L.A. <laughs> and, you know, he has an awesome house, and you see the ocean in the background, but it's not, like, shoved in your face or anything. And I don't know. Because, yeah, there are no landmarks here, and they always try to force the movies. Hey, here's palm trees, and here's the Hollywood sign, and here's Man's Chinese Theater, you know, Grumman's Chinese Theater. Like, ah! Yeah, any other thoughts? I have a couple things I want to talk about, but I don't know, see what you guys have to say. How long did uh, The Real McCoy come out before or after Heat? Was that one of the movies that was trying to emulate it and failed miserably? <laughs> I never saw it, but I remember I don't think I've seen it. Oh, you haven't? It huh. is awful. That's Basinger uh, and Baldwin, right? Yeah. Ugh, yeah, I missed, I missed that one somehow. They rob a bank. That's yeah. about as uh, similar as those That's... two movies get. <laughs> it is a heist movie. Uh-huh. So he came out, like, what, 95, 96? I think 95. it was... Was it that? Oh, I thought it was yeah. before that. Yeah. No, it was in the 90s. It was when uh, Slim Kilmer was rolling around town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it is like <laughs> everything's done through the phone, right? You, you don't remember seeing too many cell phones, right? He has pagers, right? So it's like just in the dawn of like the internet and pay, you know, and cell phones and stuff. Because I remember you always see his pager going off, right. and he calls back to like the bullpen back at the, you know, I need jackets on these guys, and they're picking up phones and they're dialing like crazy. Which you know, five years from then. We just be them typing they're, on keyboards. They're using payphones. That's right. Yeah. Scott, how much was your last uh, pager bill? <laughs> and when did you pay it? Hey, Moving along. Yeah. The, it, we're probably lucky that it, it came out before all that uh, the hacking nonsense started to make its way into Hollywood. Hack the planet. Otherwise, there might have been some stupid scene where they're trying to hack him down by making a 
Unix GUI or something and hacking the mainframe, as it were. So, yeah. so just it, it was kind of perfect time. Like there, there's not many, even, even though it was '95, it doesn't feel like there's too many anachronisms in it. You know, it could. It's kind of a timeless movie. Yeah, I'm Ex- except for the guy who uh, that really tall guy, but he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. He's the one that grabs it out of the air. <laughs> I know how to grab it. <laughs> so I don't know if he was he's he's alluding to the beginnings of hacking there or what, but I Yeah, know. I think you're right, Chris. I think yeah, he might have been one of the first hackers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I guess there was the it's not hacking related, but you know, he, he runs off with the T V and pushes it out of his car. And it was supposed <laughs> to be a nice T V. Yeah. Like that, that's that's the TV that's like sitting in your your grandparents the back of your grandparents' garage right now you know so oh. <laughs> that you're saying that was a form of hacking no 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 <laughs> back in my day we threw TVs out of our <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah the other I had a couple things while while I was thinking about this movie I couldn't help but think of other movies but I didn't want to go too much into like my lit my favorite heist movies or whatever like that but I started as I was thinking about it I started laughing and. To me, you know, intro heist scene, I th- I think of Dark Knight, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that it's very Definitely. similar. It's the music is almost 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 identical. Like that, I don't know how to describe that music that's going on, but very like beat driven and everything. And but then it got me thinking, like, what if he they replaced the De Niro and uh, Pacino characters with Batman and the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> And I just see those scenes like, you know, she's got a great ass, but instead, you know, she's got a great ass. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I was just dying as I was thinking of some of these scenes, and then, I don't know, are just creepy scenes, too, with, like, the Joker as uh, him, and they're robbing that jewelry store, and he's kind of standing in the shadows while he's listening for sounds and stuff, but that would be the Joker face, and I don't know, that was just cracking me up. More it was just Batman saying, he's got a great ass. <laughs> Don't waste my motherfucking time. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, guys. I, just, I, find, I found that hilarious. And then I started thinking, so the whole cop crew, what if you took Heat and replaced those guys with other characters that they played? So, like, uh, Pacino <laughs> maybe be the cinema, cinema woman character. And then oh, Buffalo Bill. Yeah. <laughs> the one guy. And then Bubba from Forrest Gump. And I don't know. One of the Ed Indians. <laughs> yeah, the Indian and, and from uh, West Virginia. Any Indian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the bad guy and dances with wolves or whatever. I don't know. I started thinking that would be pretty funny. The crime scene, they show up and all these guys, but as they're different characters. And whoa. <laughs> So that's pretty much all I got for, for this thing. I don't know who wants to go. Chris, as you are our guest, enlighten us. So with heat? Or anything related, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, I liked, um, did you guys all see The Town? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Town was really good. That was actually, like, surprising. I don't know. For whatever reason. Affleck. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but you know, he he makes good stuff. But yeah, I'm trying to remember. Is that uh, Jeremy Renner? Yeah, he's good. Hurt Locker. I love that scene where uh, Ben Affleck's like, uh, you know, I I, uh, I need you to do me a favor, and you can't any questions, and we're gonna hurt some people. And Jeremy Renner just looks at him. He's like, "All right, when do we go?" Yeah. That was awesome. It was. Yeah, there's a lot of gritty, <laughs> and gritty I like characters. Affleck. Yeah, and I like Affleck, so, I mean, I think he was good in it, too. So. And Kobayashi was in there. That was his last movie, right? Pete Postlewaite. Is that uh, him? Yeah. The hot dog eating guy? <laughs> <laughs> the, the the guy that owned the flower shop, that was pretty much the mob boss. Oh, okay. Uh, the dad in Inception. And okay. in u- Usual Suspects. Was he in The Lost World, too? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, was yeah, he? He was. yeah. He was the hunter. Oh, in Lost World. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I got confused with the hunter from that in the first movie, which could have been the same goddamn guy. <laughs> <laughs> Muldoon. Muldoon. <laughs> Bloody move. Clever girl. <laughs> Raptors. They remember. They're in the Toronto park. 
You know, in the book, Muldoon had like a sweet handlebar mustache. Come on, Spielberg. And and he survives because he's a fucking hunter and he knows how to avoid dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. And Gennaro survives. Goes out like a chump in the. Ham- uh, Hammond doesn't though, right? In the books, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Stick stupid. <laughs> he still dies. Human yeah, dies. Same same way. Yeah. <laughs> Stick <Fuck>. stupid. <laughs> no wonder you extinct. <laughs> so any other ones, Chris? Any other? I can't really think of any other good heist movies, at least that I liked a lot anyway. I got I got one from when I was a kid. Okay. And it's um this movie has like a, a soft spot in my heart because it's one of the first heist movies I ever saw and my dad loved this movie. And it was starring Burt Lancaster and Kirk Douglas. It's called Jesus Christ Superstar? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, he loves that movie too, but no. Tough guys. Oh, is oh, so that do they have Dana Carvey in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And they have a armored car robbery in that one, too. <laughs> Where uh, Kirk Douglas is like, oh, my buddy, he's real sick. And these guys are like senior citizens, even, you know, when this movie came out in 1986. And the, the guard comes over and is like, oh, he needs some help. And then they pull a gun on the guard and they steal the truck. But the truck only has, like, a couple rolls of quarters in the back. So they pretty much stole an armored car for nothing. Yeah, I remember it. Was, it was a fun movie. They they dress up like old school gangsters, even though it's nineteen eighty something. Yeah, they, they tried <laughs> doing the whole eighties thing, and it just backfires horribly. Yeah, I think that was. It feels like that was the last hurrah for both those guys, as far as a like a role where they were badasses. I guess. He stole that train at the end, and then kicked the Mexican dude in the balls. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, Jesus! I was gonna go watch it. Anything else? Doesn't have to be heist movies, Bernie. When you when you think about that intro, that scene from Heat. I guess the one from Mission Impossible was pretty cool. Toast. Not how ridiculous it got. But... Oh, from yeah. the first one. Yeah. 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 Except when he's crawling to the vents, that's making no noise at all. I don't know. <laughs> I I always I always it looked really how... loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always enjoy how they always make these man-sized vents in all these super high security yeah. areas. Yeah, man-sized <laughs> vents. That should be an episode title. We talk about all the times where people. All right, crossover moment. Here we go. What's your favorite scene of a guy climbing through a vent? Oh, Alex, go. Die Hard. Damn it, that was mine. All right. <laughs> Come to LA, have a few laughs. <laughs> Scott. Oh, crawling through vents. Uh, the only one that pops to mind is from the Fifth Element. Damn when it! That Le- was my next when, one. <laughs> <laughs> when when Lily was crawling through and avoiding the gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. <laughs> you came up song. with it. Um, that is the best song. What about in uh, Alien when he's uh, oh scary crawling crawling around? Yeah, scary. That is that is tense. Going to his doom. His fences got picketed. <laughs> that, reminds, that reminds me of Aliens when Bishop's in the pipe. That really wasn't, or, pipe, but he was or Bishop. Yeah. yeah, that's also like super cramped in the in that little tube. Oh, just like crawling his shoulders, like you can't even do a full crawl. Yeah, that's like yeah, they, yeah they give me nightmares. Yeah, that's horrible. But he was a machine. Okay, my favorite one, um, Vint, and it has to be extra large. Vint is John Candy and Who's Harry Crumb? <laughs> <laughs> Does he fall through a ceiling, perhaps? Yeah, I don't even remember. I just remember him crawling through the vent, and his beard comes off and lands on some girl's uh, hoo-ha, and maybe she had a mean bush. Hey, oh. <laughs> oh, man, Boondock Saints for honorable mention. Oh, there you, you go. Yeah, Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to figure some shit out here. <laughs> Scott, you got anything? Yeah, as as usual, I have a too long list here. Uh, but, uh, uh, like my dong. So the the first thing that popped in my head was was the Oceans movies, yeah. and not not the original with the Rat Pack because that <laughs> and, I, and I I apologize for any of the Rat Fat Rat Pack fans out there, but that movie is unwatchable. <laughs> it really uh, is. But uh, yeah, the the new Oceans movies, um, yeah, they're they're definitely you know all about the heist. They they also to a degree have kind of at least for me kind of set the bar of the the twist heist movie. Um, not not so much because they're all that clever, really, but just just how much fun they are. Um, 
on on spec you have all these rich super rich and famous movie stars you know film this movie in Las Vegas or in Europe and you should just be pissed off at these assholes for getting paid for this stuff but uh it, it really comes off on screen it looks like they're having fun and it kind of translates like Ferris um, Bueller where I mean he's getting away with all this bullshit but you love him for it yeah for some reason yeah yeah except it's not Brad Pitt, and Matt Damon, and George Clooney. <laughs> I see what Scott's saying from that, but it is a god. These they have everything. Yeah, they're actually kind of cool right now, and I'm having fun with them. And I want you know, you're like ah, but this is awesome. So I mean, they were just they were just slick. You know, Soderbergh um, knows how to kind of keep the pacing going. So you know, again, there's never really a lull in those movies. Although I know a lot of people weren't huge fans of the second movie. Yeah, um, even though I really enjoyed it. Um, it, it did get a little cute at the end with all the Julie Roberts stuff, but uh, uh, I, I, I still really enjoyed that one. Um, Ooh, Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first one is definitely the best, but the third one has this Pacino, and he's just acting. He's just hamming it up with those commercials for his his casino, right? Maybe Break you've got bank. what it takes to break Whoa. the bank. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spot it's on, like, sir. Has he tried to be serious in any of his movies in the last yeah. 10, 15 years? He's just been twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I'm he trying just to shows think. Up. Like since, I, I since the Godfather, I can't maybe Serpico or something. I don't know, but uh, I, I can't think of him. I, I can't take him seriously anymore. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know. And then like. You listen to people, everyone makes fun of him, too. So it's like, when you hear him, it's almost like it sounds like he's impersonating other people. No, he's, he's definitely him. just become, like, a character of himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same thing with De Niro. He's been the same forever. And then John Voight is in everything still, somehow. I, I, I got to jump in here real quick about John Voight. I, I spent a lot of time over the holiday break watching movies. Uh, there's, like, a free thing on cable. There was a movie starring John Voight called Karate Dog. <laughs> oh my god! He was in that. I like I saw that at first. I, I believe it. it was like I thought, I thought it was some kind of joke movie within a movie. Like I, I don't know if anybody saw um, like Funny People uh, with Adam Sandler. They kept showing the where yeah. he's the dolphin or he's the the baby with the giant head or the adult head and stuff because yeah. the wizard changed him. I thought it was that, but no, it was a full length movie where this. CGI dog uses karate to fight John Voight in hand-to-hand combat. I, I, I'm really at a loss for words as far as that goes. Yeah, I but, woke uh, up from a drunken stupor at somebody's house. I clicked that on the TV, and I didn't think it was real when I woke up the next morning. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea how that got made or why John Voight decided to do it. Uh, it's probably one of his nephews or something that directed it. Could have been. Yeah, it's probably doing a favor for somebody. Uncle Johnny Void, please. <laughs> so speaking of De Niro, there was, was a meet. great heist. Got to uh, meet me. <laughs> meet the parents. There, there was a great heist that was off camera, and this kind of ties into our uh, our first podcast about the montages Ooh. Um, in Goodfellas, the, the Lufthansa heist that you only hear about, and then afterwards they all come together and uh, some shit goes down. To the outro to Layla, um, that's just a fantastic scene. Uh, that whole sequence, all, all the bodies start turning up, and you start to get a really good idea of just how how much of a bad guy the Robert De Niro's character is in that movie. Um, yeah, that's a good one. And that is a great montage. That song and just yeah, finding all the different people <laughs> dead and the, and the ice truck and all the different things. And yeah, you're right. That's a great one. We, we talked about Pete Postlewaite. It's Kobayashi on um, The Usual Suspects was kind of based around heists. Um, if you want to get technical, the, the final uh, rating of the boat is supposed to be a heist. It goes horribly wrong. Yeah, just a little so, bit. Yeah. Um, so that one, I, I don't know. It, did you guys all see uh, The Usual Suspects before it got spoiled for you? I did. Yeah. 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 I think for me that was the first big twist movie that I ever saw, where I, you know, I was kind of blindsided with. It. I mean, I was younger, so I, I don't know if I'd seen it now if I would have been able to piece it together. Probably not because I'm not that smart. But true, uh, yeah, it is true. 
I remember when I saw it, I knew there was it was a twist movie, and I was trying to guess it the whole time. Uh, and so, so. I guessed it like a minute before it happened, so I really didn't get it. That's <laughs> um, so like as he, as uh, what's his face was dropping the coffee cup. You're like, oh wait a minute, crash! He's not walking with a limp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reminded me of like that's like when you want to show someone a movie you really like. Like I'm trying to show my this is years ago, but showing my grandpa uh, the Sixth Sense. Like 15 minutes in, is he dead? Like, <laughs> no, just keep watching. God damn it! Yeah, that was another one where someone had told me, "Yeah, that's a, there's a twist," but they didn't tell me until the whole time. And yeah, I didn't get it until, like, seriously, as it was being explained to me is when I got it. So <laughs> I'm not too bright. Can I call for a beer break right here? Right. I still got half a beer, so I will just sit here and drink it. All right, beer break. Big boy. No, big boy. Yeah. Big boy did it. Big boy did it. Big boy did it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Back from beer break. I had one other one that I forgot to mention, and you can call this a heist movie, and it's pretty good. It's cheesy, but good. I think uh, I think everyone here likes it, and I have three words to say, maybe. Are you stalling for time? Did you forget what it was? No. (laughs) Utah. Oh. Oh. Give me two. Point break. Getting those meatball sandwiches was a heist. (laughs) (laughs) It was a steal for the bargain of a deal. (laughs) (laughs) But that movie, I mean, you know, obviously they're not, they don't take themselves too seriously. But I mean, it. Kind of, I mean, they tried them. I remember as a kid, anyway. So when I first saw it, they they made them seem like they were professionals, right? They knew not to go to the vault, right? That was their thing: is they knew not to waste time. They were in and out quick. They only just got the small stuff, and that was enough to sustain them. So it made them seem legit. They didn't get but, greedy. And they didn't get greedy, and you know, but and they're wearing the mask, which was cool. And uh, but then, yeah, the surfing stuff, and then it's Keanu doing whatever he does. Um, I don't know. That was one I thought I'd mention. It's a fun one as a kid, and I, you could, to me, I don't know. I can still watch it today, and I still laugh at all the stupid. Caught my first tube today, and then uh, was it John C. McGinley just being this the worst <laughs> boss you'd ever want to have? Right? Uh, I loves me some Johnny C. Yeah. <laughs> he, knows, he, he knows how to be over uh, the top. Crossover <laughs> break. Who's all your right. favorite stupid chief? Oh, that's chief. a good question. Favorite stupid chief? Uh, police academy. Oh. <laughs> Wait, do they have to be stupid or? Come think of his name. They just be like a hard ass or? Well, they they basically have to. Like when I think of a stupid chief, I think of somebody that is impeding the 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 hero, is keeping him from doing his job, chief. Damn. Because I was gonna say Axel's Foley, Axel Foley's boss in Beverly Hills Cop, but that's definitely not him. Right, he's yeah, actually he, an I, awesome chief. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a stupid chief. chief. <laughs> he starts off as a stupid chief, but becomes a good chief afterwards. <laughs> Damn it, Axel, mix my dick itch. <laughs> you goddamn right it is. <laughs> uh, I, it might not be my favorite, but the stupid chief in Last Action Hero. Wow. Where he just keeps he's talking so fast, like the window's breaking and steam's coming out of his ears. Just like the caricature. <laughs> Um, that that always makes me laugh. Um, Man, I'm drawing a blank on here. The one thing I can think of is just from TV, and this is not even that good of a one. But I love the show Dexter, or used to like it after the first few seasons. And there's a couple, like the lieutenant and the captain. They're just doing whatever they can to not solve crimes in that, that show. <laughs> it's like <laughs> there's they have the one good detective the whole time. Dokes is saying this guy Dexter, he's not right. There's no way he should know this stuff. And they're like, shut up. <laughs> Let him do his thing. I don't know. It's LaGuerta and the other guy. I forgot. They just bugged me. But... Oh, I know. Uh, I, the Paul Gleason from Die Hard is a pretty good stupid chief. Damn it. I was going to say that. I was going to say him. Uh, the the stupid chief from Demolition Man is also pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Gleason is another guy who gets butt-fucked on national TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> 
Man, that was a tough one, Alex. What was yours? Boy, he took mine, damn it. But I guess I'm going to have to go to my default and the stupid chief and uh, National Lampoon loaded weapon one. <laughs> and it's supposed to be also a caricature. Yeah. <laughs> but it freaking just cracks me up. <laughs> All right. That was pretty good. Chris? I don't know. I only mentioned uh, Police Academy because I can't think of anything else. No, that's that's That might be the quintessential. Yeah, it's like the obvious probably, but... <laughs> Doctor! <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty goddamn funny, so... Mahoney! <laughs> Alright. Scott, I think you had a few more items on your list. So, uh, we'll continue with uh, another great heist movie where the heist took place off-scene, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Uh, oh, yeah. And that, the, the first, I, I don't, I would want to say big, but, uh, first well-known Tarantino movie. And it just... It, it kind of has like with the with Michael Mann and the the Soderbergh. It just kind of has this cool sheen. Um, you you get the, the kind of heightened dialogue, and uh, you know it starts off with that scene before they actually do the heist when they're in the the cafe, and they won't tip or Mr. Pink won't tip Steve Buscemi, and uh, <laughs> um, so that was a great scene. And then it just goes on and on. It was uh, one of my favorites. And then um, another director that I like. Uh, David Mamet did a movie called Heist. Uh, we're going to get literal. Um, it's a really good one. Uh, Gene Hackman uh, plays the the old thief who just wants to do one more job. And uh, there, there's, a, there's some double crossing, and it's got a, a really good cast. Uh, Danny DeVito is the main bad guy. And the usual Mamet followers like Ricky Jay and Rebecca Pigeon. And it had, um, the, the twist wasn't that great on it, but uh, with, the, with the Mamet dialogue, you get some great lines. Uh, like Danny DeVito saying, "That's why they call it money." So yeah, that I don't I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Uh, might be getting a little. Yeah, I haven't seen the heist, but half that one. Yeah, I've heard of it, and I should watch it. Um, I saw a terrible movie called Tower Heist with Ben Stiller <laughs> and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yep, I, I, I didn't watch that, that because I, I liked myself. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I, you're right. That was terrible. Ugh. had a good premise though, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a uh, tower. Let's heist it. When was the last time Eddie Murphy made a good movie? <laughs> One last time. Haunted <laughs> Mansion? Come on. <laughs> Ghost Dad? Oh, wait. That's Bill Cosby. <laughs> Ghost Dad Part 7. <laughs> yeah. That's where it's at. The first Jesus. six were better. Yeah. Uh, another movie that uh, I, I didn't even think of until right before the podcast started just because it was on TV. Uh, Hudson Hawk. Oh, man. I, I've got kind of a soft spot for that one. Uh, it's objectively terrible. Yep. But uh, it's, it's it's still kind of fun. They, they do some clever heisting in it. Um, when he, he gets just some household items and robs the... I, I don't think it was the Louvre at that point, but something out of the Vatican. Um, just kind of a fun movie, even if it was pretty dumb. It was not what I expected <laughs> when I went in to watch it. Let's just say that. Yeah, I think I actually caught that one in the theaters. I, I st- even as a kid, I still remember being kind of creeped out by Sandra Bernhardt, and <laughs> I, seeing that movie again just now, I my penis not changed. So um, yeah, she, she makes penises soft. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> the only way of putting it. She makes innies outies or outies innies. <laughs> Damn it, Tur- turtle time. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Jeff. I'll keep that in. Whoa. <laughs> okay, and then do one more. Um, this was pretty much the full, the whole first act of a movie uh, was was more or less a heist. One of your guys' favorite movies of all time. From Dust Till Dawn. Think, think science fiction fantasy. Star Wars. Running Man. Yes, Star Wars. Return of the Jedi. The, basically, the whole first act of trying to get Han, Han out of the... I, I don't, they're not in Tatooine anymore, wherever the Jabba's palace is. That's Tatooine. Um, is that still Tatooine? Yeah. I mean, not, I mean, Mos Eisley, sorry. Anyways, yeah, that whole first part... Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, I never thought about it that less, way. But, yeah. More or less a heist. Um, they came up with a pretty stupid plan A and a pretty stupid plan B. <laughs> a, Yoto, Yoto. So... Ooh. 
damn it, Jeff. <laughs> Man, that always gets me. <laughs> yeah. So, so they come with this plan where I mean, any movie where the plan is to get caught, it's just a, that's just a dumb plan, as evidenced by uh, Skyfall, their most recent spoilers, most recent uh, Bond movie. Even though I really like the movie, the main villain's plan of getting caught is just just idiotic. Um, he takes out his teeth. He does take out his teeth. And it's pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, the Joker plans to get caught in Dark Knight. He claps. Right, and it's still a dumb plan. <laughs> How dare you, sir. <laughs> and like, Bane just, is kind of caught in the beginning of uh, Dark yeah, Knight Rises. That is, that is true. And then they switch planes in midair and, <laughs> and they blow it up. They blow up a plane in midair just the right way so that nobody dies in the process. Well, someone dies. Yeah, the well, guy that's the behind. The one guy that had to go down with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not yeah. you, brother. You must there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just the, the idea that you are omniscient and you know like how everybody's going to react, like what down to like what cell they're going to put you inside of is I, I don't know. It's I've always hated that. Uh, but anyways, Scott. return the Jedi. Scott, uh, movies is magic. It is. Because Luke could just choke everyone. You should have. Choke my Han Solo out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Wait, is The Rock a heist movie? No, The Rock's not a heist movie. It's a hostage. Yeah. I want to talk about The Rock, though. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow we got to get this into the conversation. You can do that on a topic of, like, prison movies. He heists the Humvee. (laughs) He just steals it from Wolfgang Puck or whoever that guy is. You know, you guys are supposed to go, I was only borrowing your Humvee. You didn't do it right. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, that that should round out my, my list nicely with Return. Um, I mean, they, they, they do pull it off um, with a little help of a blind Han Solo <laughs> just randomly shooting a blaster. <laughs> Boom with it. Uh, and that was he, a cheap, he wasn't blind. He was starting scene. to see a little better. Yeah, instead of a big black blur, he was seeing a big white blur. Yeah. Yeah, I, one thing I forgot to mention, and the reason I even thought of this Heat, and the Heat movie and the, that scene was, as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, I was playing Grand Theft Auto, and there's actually a mission where you do that exact scene. You have to steal a fire truck or something to block the intersection. You have to steal, an, I think, an ambulance. You have to get explosives, and you pretty much reenact the exact same scene. You have to get masks. So that was pretty cool, I thought. And That reminded me of the other Grand Theft. I think it was Vice City where you had to reenact like the chainsaw uh, drug deal scene with the Colombians and stuff. So, I, I don't know. Colombians, I fucking hate Colombians, man. Um, Alright, so any other talk on this or should we move on to news I think I'm good alright so news anybody have anything I have one th- no I have two things but I'll see if you guys mention them and so okay. uh, I got a spicy little tidbit alright it's probably going to be a letdown. <laughs> they announced that um, the new Wonder Woman for Batman vs Superman it's going to be oh, what's her name Gina Carano from the mm-hmm. Fast and Furious movies? <laughs> no, that name's totally wrong. <laughs> oh, wait. She's in the movie with Gina Carano. What am I reading? Gal Gadot. Oh, okay. Vin Diesel. What, why the hell is she not... Oh, the, there's the name. Gal Gadot, yeah. Gina <laughs> Carano. Is that... It's Enrico Palazzo. Is, be <laughs> yeah. is that wishful thinking, Alex? I don't know who Gina Carano is. <laughs> How do you know the name? Because it's in the article that I'm looking at right now. It's written by Gina Carano. <laughs> no, I guess Gal Gadot is in a movie with Gina Carano. Oh, okay. Gal, Gal Gadot was in the, the last few Fast and Furious movies. Right. As the the hot woman. <laughs> I don't know what her character does or is, but... Just hot woman. She's attractive. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be Wonder Woman, a.k.a. Diana Prince... In the new so, Batman versus Superman movie, versus Wonder Woman, like I was wondering about, I heard that too, and like, 
is this like the JLA movie already, or are they? I think this is going to be like the setup for the JLA movie. Yeah, I, I would imagine she would just be on the screen for a few minutes, and then yeah, they'll just doing this to set up the JLA movie. Okay. And so I heard. I've never really seen her. I saw pictures today. She looked tall, but she did look really skinny. I don't know. She's if very that's... thin. Yeah, it's not tall, but it's skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. was saying today that she. She might go undergo the the Zack Snyder uh, like three hundred workout. Oh, there you go. That all those dudes had to do to get ripped for that movie. So uh, she's gonna yeah. end up looking like China. Not quite that big, but she yeah she's she's definitely wavish at this point. So mm. uh, it's gonna be difficult for her to put on weight for that role if that's what they decide to go what, what they decide to do with it. Well, she should. I mean, Wonder Woman is pretty beefy. So just got Lucy Lawless to do it. Serio. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't like 20 years too old, but... Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> a few years ago, maybe, but not right now. Digital makeup. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they can just tron her. <laughs> tron her. Sounds derogatory. <laughs> what, what they did to Jeff Bridges and Tron Legacy. Yeah, I know what you meant, but it's... Like... Okay. Okay, just in case somebody didn't get it. <laughs> the, I heard... Is that a racist term against New Zealanders? Yeah. Tronners. Tronners. So that I heard has nothing to do with video games or movies, but I just read the article and I thought it was awesome, is that Amazon is experimenting with having drones deliver your packages. And oh, I saw, yeah, a short snippet on the news about that. That's pretty much Skynet just waiting to happen. I don't right, know. Right through your living room window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh there's, a, there's a lot of little things going on now that is pretty Skynet-ish. Yeah. The cloud... To begin with, yeah, you know, putting everything into these central systems, and now you're going to have this little army of flying robots delivering your packages. And if they name them like T800s, I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> there, there's no way, no, and no pun intended, that ever gets off the ground. Whoa! <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I get paid the big bucks for. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. There's so many logistical problems <laughs> with with the whole. Jesus. With the flying robots. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so. Chris is Anyways. Oh, man. It's going to happen, Scott. It was the big bucks line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, kept I thinking about not getting off the ground. He's followed yeah. up quickly. <laughs> So it would be it would be awesome, but there's just unless you lived in Seattle, I guess you're never gonna see it. Wait, why Seattle? Because that's where Amazon's located. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and still doesn't really make sense. But I'll, I'll move along. <laughs> move along. Okay. <laughs> Any other news? What about it have? in like uh, New York? If the delivery guy just brought it out and like they have to deliver to like the. 120 story or whatever of skyscraper they just throw the bot up there <laughs> throw it up there yeah he flies up and goes through the window hey I got a package for you fucker that's how they talk in New York yeah hey <laughs> I'm delivering here <laughs> yeah. hey oh hey hurry up I got another 20 deliveries on the same floor it is clear that we spend a lot of time in New York <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've seen it in movies yeah, yeah. 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 I've, I've seen, uh, oh, what's her name? Nor, I've seen all of Nora Ephron's movies. I know it's a magical place. i got to look up who Gina Carano is now. She's an MMA fighter, dude. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> he or she? She. Okay. Well, I'm going to Google Images well, right now. That sounds like that would be a pretty good Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, she actually wouldn't, like, she She definitely fits the bill. Oh, Scott right? Dan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, I was gonna need some alone time. Here. Yeah, don't mind me. <laughs> and scene. Um, no, not yet. Okay, no. scene. Okay. Yeah, you, Gross. you guys took both my news bits. Uh, I, I just want to expand a little bit about the the JLA movie. Um, so they need they need at least what the Flash, the Green Lantern, to round it out. They need at least four people to make it, you know, Avengers esque. Wait, you mean um, Flash or Flash? The Flash. Oh. 
I don't know what um, I just said. <laughs> Omit Flash that. Gordon. Not Flash Gordon. Every this one of us. Go- this is Gordon. We'll save every one of us. Yeah. Oh, Commissioner. Command of the of the child. Anyways. Uh, if you need four of them, they would have... You need, never mind. So you, need least, so you need at least one more. You need at least the Green Lantern, which has already been established. Ryan nope. Reynolds. Or you could do the Flash. Or you could have both. I mean, there's there's other people, too. Depending Aquaman. If it, you could get Aquaman if you want to get, you know... We get too deep into this, uh, you know, Martian Manhunter nerds. And well, Martian Manhunter is a given. He's got to be on there. He's like the, he's pretty much the communication center for the JLA. I mean, the JLA has like 500 members, as far as I know. So I don't, I don't know. They could throw anybody in that. Movie. No, they just Superman can do everything they can. They just keep changing the roster of JLA. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Why do they need anyone else besides Superman? That's exactly. the other problem. Fucking ridiculous. Well, well we know we know well you need somebody who's smart, so you at least need Batman. Right. So and then you need somebody hot, so you need Wonder Woman. Batman's a scientist. You're he's, he's at least rich. <laughs> Which is just as good as being a scientist. <laughs> so So I recently watched Superman or Man of Steel. I'd seen it in the movies and I just downloaded it the other day. Have you guys all seen that? Mm-hmm. I yeah. have. Yeah. What? Is that yes from already? Was it better than Superman Returns? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's way better. <laughs> Was it better than the original or the Christopher Reeve original? No, yeah. just because Christopher Reeve is so great as Clark Kent. Like none of the other Superman since, well, all two of them. Well, it depends on what you're, you know, which Clark Kent because he's not always the goofy like comic relief that he but, is. But in I think the movie. that's the best portrayal of him though. In the in the movies that we've gotten so far. Okay, I'll give you that. Well, we'll so. have to see like how Caviezel does. Uh... Oh Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> we have to see how he does uh, Clark Kent since we only got like a little snippet. But I don't think he's going to play him goofy. I mean, no, he's not. I, mean, I don't think he was bad. I don't think um... oh, what's his face, uh, whatever the other Superman was bad either. But I, I like Reeves' take on Clark Kent the best. Yeah. I and didn't like was... Man of Steel. Oh, not again? The second time? Yeah, even the second time. Like, I get, maybe I'm just being too critical of stuff, but I don't know. I just think Superman should be a little more lighthearted and not, it just seems so miserable the whole time. And there's like, Superman smiles like twice in the entire movie. And that just seems, it seems like they want to make Batman, a Superman Batman. That was my biggest thing. They're two totally, totally different superheroes and so i know everyone loves the dark hero but it's like i don't know there's there was no like joy and excitement coming from him the entire time like i think the actor was good i think he was doing what he was supposed to do and i think amy adams was good and as well, i almost said one woman as lois lane and um, <laughs> zod was good and well, it's, uh, it's, kevin costner was eh, and... it's tough trying to live up to like the original superman so they had to like yeah go like in a pretty radical direction but well, they, it they, is... they did the, the first yeah. like 20 minutes almost a half hour was hardcore sci-fi when they're on Krypton it's kind of surprising that yeah. they started off the movie that way I love all the bits in Krypton that was really cool yeah it was it was cool I mean it was definitely better than this, the ice planet they had in the <laughs> Christopher Reeves one right where, uh, where yeah it was all it was all like clear crystals and stuff yeah but I don't know. I just think the, there was no. Maybe there's. Ah, I don't know. There's something about it, and I can't quite. But I think it was like there was no real joy. Superman never really smiled. It was, and the fact that he just destroyed an entire city, yeah, trying they, to save the city. They evacuated it. And they did not. I watched it. There's people all over the place. Every scene, you see the building collapsing. You see people running for safety. So, yeah, no. and then they're safe after they run. <laughs> Except for all the people that were inside the building. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see one fan. You're telling me people didn't evacuate the Death Star? Come on. Exactly. Oh, wait. They thought it was their moment of triumph, so of course they didn't. Uh, beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. You got it fast. All right. Anything else? Going once. Going twice. Yeah, I think that wraps it up. All right. Sold. Heist. So, um, I think that was a good episode. I'm recovering. Oh, Alex, what yeah. are we going to be talking about next week? 
I don't know, Scott, what are we going to be talking about next week? Or Scott, <laughs> what are we going to be talking about next week? Uh, ne- next week we're going to keep the kind of De Niro slash Pacino thing we've got going here. Um, I want to talk about uh, the the final scene in Godfather where... Um, they close the door? Yeah, where, where it winds up with... Uh, where Kay comes to Michael asking him, you know, what happened, what happened, and he says, you know... He'll he'll let her know, and then yeah, we'll we'll talk about that scene. Um, so basically, just I'm I'm coming at this as kind of the like the coolest scene in the movie for me. So if you want to come at it that way, um, just the coolest scene in the movie, the coolest scenes, I guess. Uh, it's or kind a of cool broad, ending. But, yeah, cool ending. Um, I'm gonna come at it as a the main character's big fat liar at the end. I'll do that. That works too. I'm gonna talk Spoiler. about liar liar. Except he wasn't a liar at the end. There he was. Ooh, a twist. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> Who am liar, I? Liar. Jim Carrey movies don't count. What? Jim, movie, Jim Carrey movies don't count. <laughs> what? Jim Carrey movies don't count. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note... Um, That'll plan. But, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. I'd like to thank Chris for joining us this episode. Hey, uh, thanks, thanks, Chris. Thanks. thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, hopefully uh, you can come back and join us again. And uh, thanks for listening. You guys know in uh, Dark Knight Rises, Alfred talks about drinking that shit at the cafe at the end. <laughs> yeah. The Frenet Branca. <laughs> yeah. Some some of the guys I work with, we actually, one of them bought a bottle and we tried it. That shit is vile. It tastes like Chinese foot medicine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs>